So, guys, welcome back to another episode of the XL Trucking Podcast. On this week's show, I have we're gonna call you the we're gonna call you the famed model and slash photographer. <laughs> That's the time. Call me the call me call me the polymath. The pop yeah. Mr. Polybath, tell us what does that mean? And introduce yeah. to the people, because I always wanted to know what he meant. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I'll introduce myself first. I'm Eric Wallace. Um, I'm from North Carolina. Um, I have been a model for eight years. I've been a photographer for about a year and a half, pro photographer. And um, I've been a three-time professional athlete in three different sports, from basketball to Australian rules football to American football NFL. Um, but yeah, um, I well, polymath is an individual who specializes in many different areas, a Renaissance man, I don't really like using jack of all trades because it's so much more to that. Um, we're all natural born polymaths, um, but I have taken it upon myself to um, reinvigorate that, you know, that spirit in people, especially now, especially now with the fact that, yeah, you can have your nine to five or not have a nine to five, especially with this COVID going on. Um, you know, you you got side hustles or, side passions that you're passionate about and people are doing it every day people are acting in movies coming out with music um modeling who who would have never thought they could do it but just had an interest in it um but that's what polymath is the most famous one we know is leonardo da vinci i've read multiple books on him he's one of my favorite historical figures um but a lot of people don't realize the fact that he did see painting as his passion, but he also had many different areas that he just wanted to dive into. Um, and that was just his curiosity, his, you know, affinity for learning. Um, you know, he wanted to be a, a, a war general. He wanted to be a um, mechanical engineer. He was. Um, he can be attributed to as the father of dentistry. Um, oh, wow. He was paramount in city planning, designing. Um, he was uh, entertainment. His mechanical engineer came into entertainment. He was, when people would go see the plays, he was the one that made the mechanical stuff come out and move on their own. They'd never seen that before. Um, but we all know him for Mona Lisa, The Last Supper as a painter but he was so much more than that. But I always tie it back to the fact that he was so curious in a million different trivial, dumb, crazy, pointless things about nature and about life and about people. Um, when he sat down to, to paint Mona Lisa, it was easy because he'd seen it. He'd seen that. He'd seen this there. He'd seen that there. Oh yeah. I was, you know, I was studying the wings of dragonflies and I wrote those notes down and you know, I was studying what the tongue of the wood, woodpecker was doing when it wasn't out. It actually wraps around the, the brain. Um, I was studying the wings of birds. So he's just curious about a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And it led to him being 
one of the most prolific minds, you know, of human history. But yeah, that's what a polymath is. Me, polymathic athlete, three different sports, modeling, acting, been in movies, um, still acting, and photographer. Had a clothing line. This is mine. So I'm just one of the guys that why not do everything you can because we only got one chance to do it. Yep. And you have yeah. so many talents. How do you narrow them all down to one thing, right? Yeah. Um, I will say uh, it is It's sometimes a headache having so many different interests and so many different ideas. Um, but if I didn't try them, I wouldn't have came to the to my point in life where I'm I've picked up a camera and the camera has brought together so many ideas that I've had. Yep, the camera brings so, all of the things you have. So many ideas, yeah. Uh, at first it was like, I've tried this, I've done that, I've tried that, I've done this. I still like doing all of this, but like, how can I tie it all together? And, you know, the camera, me being behind the camera, learning how to use a camera, um, becoming a pro photographer, inherently and without me even knowing it, it just clicked one day. It was like, oh, this brings together everything, every idea I've had, you know, floating around in there, it brings it all together. And now I have a direction. Right. Kind of like, uh, kind of like Da Vinci. Da Vinci was a painter, of course, but he had so many different other things he wanted to do. But painting was the way he could all bring it together and bring it to the people. I like the way you put that. So now we all listen. First of all, I love I love when I get to interview people and I learn new shit. That's like my favorite thing to do. Um, I had a whole whole bunch of trivial stuff in in, in this head, man. I, I I already know it because <laughs> the fact that you have so much Javinci like, knowledge, I'm like, how does he know all this shit? It's what I'm thinking in my head. So there must be more. So first, um, let's dive into one of your polymathisms. I just made that word up. It's um, a word. It's a word. That's a word. Polymathism. Smart, no. I didn't even know it. Well, so, you're a polymath, so you should know it. I am. Now that when you, when you said it, I'm like, I am. Exactly. I have tons of interests. Um, I think I, like you, I found that creating a website, site, you know, for big and tall men, men was how I can join my polymathisms together into one thing. Yeah. Because it's photography, it's fashion, it's style, it's mental health, it's food. Uh, I don't really work out, but I'll do workouts, do the workout shit. I don't, know. I don't, I don't bro, I don't, I don't got lazy since I retired, so. Really? Yeah, I'm about to be bigger and tall. <laughs> man, as soon as I hung them, as soon as I hung them cleats up, man, I ain't really been to the gym like I used to. So, yeah. L, sir, you look like you still go once or twice a week. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's about. That's about it. See, I knew it. People yeah. who ever go to gym look like me, just so we clear. <laughs> People who go to gym look like you, just so clear. Okay? They look like hey, this. I'm, I'm trying to look like Rob. Yo, he's getting cut up. Hey, Rob, I know you're going to watch this. Hey, 
You still can't beat me in the race. I'm just saying. Come on, healthy competition. Yo, Rock, Rock <laughs> can race. Like, Rock can, Rock can smoke. He, yeah, but he said he could beat me. He didn't say the last three photo shoots. Well, I, I guess y'all gonna see I think that's what I think that's what he training for too. See, so the the next time y'all in Idaho, he gonna be ready, ready, ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, what I wanted to talk about, uh, you know what? Let's dive into your photography um, because I feel like that's something we have a little bit more in common. Because like, I'm not gonna call myself a model. I'm gonna call myself an influencer. Because to me, there's a difference, yes. right? It's like yeah. you're the model that influences the clothes that I wear, and then I'm the influencer that wears the clothes that influence what the other people wear. So you're the model, yeah. I'm the influencer. That's what we're going to call yeah. that. So yeah. as a photographer, being on the other side of the camera, how do you bring you know, you're modeling with you on that side of the camera. Like, how do you, like, what's a shoot like for you? Or, like, what's some of the creative ideas that you, you know, you you come to life with? Well, uh, we always say uh, mimicry is the best form of flattery. Um, And I've learned some, learned from, I'd say, some of the best photographers shooting with DXL. so I see how they handle handle their shoots, and they're the guys who um, got me into shooting. Um, we would go to these you know locations and we shoot, and I'd see how much fun they were having, you know, just how much they didn't mind doing this every day. Um, you know, and, you know, being in a cool location like Arizona, Idaho, L.A. that helps. But um, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, that helps too. But, um, it helps a lot. Know, I just saw, yeah, I just saw how much they they liked shooting, and then um, taking cues from how you know they were on set, how they spoke to the models, um, you know that was imprinted on me. So I know how it is to be on in front of the camera. So now I'm on behind the camera. Now the only thing is I've got to control the shoot. And when I say control to shoot, you know, most photographers are like, you know, they, they're like, you've had a horror story sometimes or like you've lost control of the shoot or it's no longer your shoot anymore. Um, oh, me, listen, like, we, we could talk about that for days. We could talk about that, yeah. But for me, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get my shots, but I also feel like the person who knows that person best, if I'm not working for a client, of course, but the person who knows the person I'm shooting best is the person, you know? So mm-hmm. um, I just make it as, as laid back as possible. Like, no, we're just going to, you know, uh, a lot of, I get a lot of messages come in before we shoot. They're like, well, you're going to have to pose me a lot because I'm goofy. Like, goofy's fine. Be goofy. I, I get that I too. Yeah, I don't want you to be stone cold on the photo shoot be goofy. That's what you, you know what, what I try to tell people? These are the photos you're going to look at the rest of your life. What do you want them to say? I'm going to use that. I'm going to steal that. Because in the beginning yeah. of shooting, I would shoot and like, um, and, pe- and I give people their photos and they'd be like, why didn't you tell me I looked like this? And I was like, <laughs> 
I did, but then when I click click again, you look like that again. I don't know why you did that. <laughs> and so now what I learned is that I'm the expert. Mm -hmm. And you're paying me for my expertise. Yep. Because in actuality, if you just wanted some photos, you and your homegirl, your homeboy could have went yeah, out you exactly. and took your iPhone or in your case. But you ain't gonna take a little or whatever. I'm always open to ideas. Like I have my I have my shots that I want. Um, I got my you know my checklist. But um, and then I always ask, like, hey, you see anything? You know, and they usually have like an idea. Once the shoot gets, once the shoot's gone, they've already got some good photos. I've shown them some some heat on the on the camera. They're like, oh wow, that's me. Don't you love that yeah. face? Don't yeah. you love when people make that face? Like they can't believe they're looking at themselves like this. Exactly. And I mean, like, whenever uh, then I'll, do that. Yeah. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was like, then I'll just ask them, like, hey, you got any ideas? Hey, I'll shoot it. Um, but yeah, I got my, you know, photographers, we got ideas for days. But, um, you know, sometimes within the shoot, the model, client, will start an idea. They're like, oh, what if I shot, you know, for over there? I might have missed it, you know? Well, I didn't think yeah, about it. Let's do it. Like, this isn't change. I'll shoot it. Oh, my God. One thing I still want to learn how to shoot on 35 millimeter. I want to learn. I do want to learn yeah. how to shoot film. Uh, yeah, yeah. A friend of mine. Uh, a friend of mine. He uh, shoot film. There's nothing like it. The the noise, the natural noise that's in a 35, so beautiful. I just, I'll learn one day. Um, yeah. When I have lots of money to buy an old Kodak South Sound. <laughs> um, but so. So, so what I want to talk about, right? So, so as a photographer, um, I'm pretty sure people, well, it doesn't happen to me that often. Um, I'm not sure if it happens to you, but it's something I definitely wanted to discuss. So like, mm -hmm. if you were to give a tip, right, to someone who's watching this, who wanted to become a photographer the first time, like what's, give me like three tips that you wish you knew when you got started. You said a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's the things you wish you knew? Three tips. Um. Hmm. One. Uh, hmm. I'll probably let me go four. Oh well. Yeah. Um, I'll give you three because I didn't want to overwhelm you. But if you got yeah, four, come on with it. It was a couple. A couple of things was um well for me is number one just shoot seriously just shoot um you know go out with your camera play with it uh turn it on hit the button that's all i say just turn it on hit the button like, yeah, i get photographers asking me questions all the time like what, what do you what do you think uh what about you know what, what about turn it on hit the button man because number two is there's no such thing as a bad photo. There's no such thing as a bad photo. Now, there, there's a such thing as there's a such thing as technically unsound photos. If you're trying to get your photo to look like a Annie Leibovitz photo, 
there's certain things you got to do. If you want your photo to look Peter Lick, there's certain things you got to do. If you want your photo to look Ansel Adams, there's certain things you got to do. There's certain settings, certain lighting, or certain angles, or certain you know compositions. But if you're trying to get your photo to look John Williamson, a random dude who just picked up a camera, the only way you can figure that out is to shoot. Oh, you just came up with that name. I thought that was, that was like a photography grade. It might be a John. It might be a John Williamson. I don't know, but. Yeah, but yeah, you are, we're, we're, uh, we're going to add historian to your polymathism. <laughs> it's, I mean, for me, when I, for me, when I started, I asked my two photographers, um, John Corbett uh, for DXL and, and Quentin Dadoba um, for DXL. Was oh, that was the world. Was that? That was that was the world. Q, QD world. Yeah, that's Q. Follow him. He's that awesome. Awesome. The only advice he gave me, F2.8. You know what? That's all he said. He was like, I'm not going to give you pointers. You know, just he literally was like, turn the thing on, hit the button. If there's light in the room, hit the button, point it at the thing and shoot. You know what I'm saying? And then I'll give you a pointer, F2.8, shoot wide open. Um, other than that, like, it's one of those things you have to learn, you know? Um, there are there are great photographers who are self-taught. One of my favorite, Manny Ortiz. No, Manny Ortiz, he's a photographer in Chicago. I feel like I know that name. Yeah, you, you might have seen a, a YouTube video of his. Mm-hmm. You might follow me. Yes, Instagram. yes, 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 yes. I've watched plenty of his videos. Yeah, awesome dude. Self-taught. Most photographers self-taught. Um, wedding wedding right? Uh, he doesn't do what he did at one wedding, but no, nah, he's a portrait photographer. Sony shooter, though. But uh, Peter McKinnon, from my understanding, he's self-taught as well. And we know Peter McKinnon can take a photo. So it's like, you know, the pointer is turn it on and shoot. Shoot. Number two, there's no such thing as a bad photo. Now, when you start em- trying to emulate a photo of a colleague of yours, a mentor, um, a historical photographer, yeah, there's things you got to learn. There's lighting, there's angles, there's, you know, certain settings, you know. Um, really, there's no such thing as a bad photo. I'm in the COT shooters uh, community, and a lot of times they'll ask for, constructive criticism um and i always was what's co2 no uh, clt shooters oh shooters. yeah i'm in a, a community i'm in a, a community group of photographers um and a lot of times you know they'll they'll post their pic and say hey i'm up for you know i'm uh can i get some constructive criticism and you know photographers are willing to give but after every single criticism or constructive feedback I'll give, I'll say, it's still a good photo. It's still a good photo. Can I see the face? Is it there? Did you hit the button? Fine. Because okay. we've seen some we've seen some artistic stuff that's like, that is a terrible photo, but how did it sell for a million dollars? I think about that with paintings all the time. I mean, I, right. I, sometimes I feel like I'm not versed, I'm not well versed in like painting because 
Like when I'll see a painting, they'll be like, yes, this is a bad girl. Mm-hmm. Artist, art is subjective. So is photography. Now, if you, you know, your first photo could be terrible, but then you take 10 million just like that. That's your style. And who knows? That could be the next thing. I don't know. Um, another oh. thing was I learned from another uh, photographer, mentor of mine. I mean, I call him mentor. Um, he always gives me pointers. Uh, don't be afraid to crop. Don't be afraid to crop. You mean crop later or crop during? Crop uh, later. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid really, of crop. I was doing some, uh, when I first started, I was doing some street photography. Took a really cool shot um of a man uh walking in front of the library like i said color colorful wall in front of the library in winston salem and uh really cool shot and i posted it um facebook and everything then he was like good shot he sent me back the photo of where he cropped it he was like how's that way better and it got me to um think about what story your photos want to tell. I mean, portraits, not all, not all photo, not every photo has to tell a story. It could be just, you know, it's a headshot, it's a portrait, it's a pretty girl, good looking guy. Um, but, uh, every photo like, tells yeah, a story, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but um, for theirs, like, you know, just some stuff just takes away from what you want people to see. To see, I got you. So that's mm-hmm. why you're saying, don't be afraid to yeah, don't, don't you know what? get rid of that light in the background. You know what? That's a good tip. I'm gonna take that because I'm not a cropper. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not a cropper. Um, yeah. I'm not a cropper. Um, if I were, if I were to look at some of my early photos compared to, let's say, the last shoot I did. The last shoot I did was for uh, Lavish Blanc. Um, wow. The menswear, the menswear company. Um, the hat. Are they hats? Yeah, the hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if I were to compare like my first shots to that shot, it's a drastic Im- improvement, of course. You know, the more you shoot, the better you get. The better you but get. It's just, yep. it's just the, the small things, like, you know, focusing on what you want people to see as opposed to. We're, a lot of times, the photographers like we're in this cool environment. It took us eight hours to get here. I want e- I want everyone to see it. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, well, a lot of times, every time, the audience doesn't know all of that. Unless yep. you give them a story, but like right. a photo should stand on its own. Photos mm-hmm. should be like, oh, I'll see the photo. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the cool. That's the cool hat. As opposed to, you know. Mint Museum could have been could have overshadowed the hat, but the hat was the um, the focus. The focus, and even the model. The model, you know, uh, Christopher Brown, great model uh, from around here, long, gorgeous hair. I was like, I need you to shoot this for me. He could have overpowered that hat. He could have. Uh, the hat could have become a distraction outside of him, but it was like. What are you trying to focus on? So um, that's my fourth. Um, what story are you telling? Good too. What story are you telling? What are you What are you trying to say? I mean, some photos, you know, it's just, you know, I was out Saturday and you know, 
It was a cool duck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool duck on the water. All right, whatever. But um, you know, when you start to really get into it, like what you know, what story you tell? I watched a video, Ted Forbes, um, the art of photography. I love watching his videos. Um, okay. When I was kind, I was when I kind of getting started. He uh, video started out saying, uh, "This." I don't think everyone's ready for this, but um, uh, no one cares about your photography. Yeah, that, that face you made, I was like, okay, that's the video we're doing right now. Okay, what, what else he got to say? What he was saying was- I'm about to click um, the X button. Right, what he was saying was, was profound. He was saying, no one really cares about the photo you took of the doorknob, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, I don't know. Now, if you just want to take photos, you know, just for fun. All right, cool. But don't don't expect me to care about it. What he was saying was, um, there's a there's a million photographers, there's a million models, there's a million artists, there's a million designers, there's a million whatever. It's a saturated every field. Um, now, what does matter is work that matters. How are you helping move along the, um, you know, the industry? Um, you know, now if you're not, that's fine. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, take your, take your photos. Go out, shoot every day. But it's like, um, it was a real eye-opening video. It's like, okay, what type of photographer do you want to be? Do you want to be? Yeah. Um, what do you want to get out of this profession? Um, and how do you want to be remembered within the industry? Yeah, you can be the, and there's nothing wrong with being the guy who everyone calls for the, the family get together. That's, that's, wrong that's, that. that's you. If, if your photo, if your photos are published on Facebook every single season and you call yourself a photographer, fine. I'll call you a photographer too. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's just a matter, you know, when you get to, when you're approaching the, um, you know, a Ted Forbes, like you think Ted Forbes wants to see the photo of your nephew splashing in the pool? I don't think so. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was eye-opening. I was like, wow, it made me really think about what I really wanted to do in this industry. It was just yeah. fun or, you know, do I want to do this for long haul? I, you know, I, I, that's what I think about all the time. I think that right there is what I think about. Like, like what, what do, well, I thought about that before I started shooting. Actually, it's my why. So it's funny you say that because, like, I, I'm going to call myself an accidental photographer because mm -hmm. I didn't set out to be a photographer. Actually, actually, I set out. Okay, so when I started XL Tribe, I, I used to hide my face, actually. Um, and... So when I would do blog blogs, I would go looking for models like you. Right. Mm -hmm. And I guess at the time, clearly you've been doing it for eight years, but I had no idea you at the time. And what I couldn't find were people that looked like me. So I, I had a subscription to one of those stock photography sites. Yeah. And I could not find big and tall models in there. And I remember Gary V saying, if you don't find it, go build it. 
Love Gary V. And from that, I was like, that's it. I'm going to buy a camera. I'm going to find and talk to me in the street. I'm going to tap you mm -hmm. on the shoulder like, like, can I take a photo of you? That was what my plan was. And those people were going to serve as the photos in my blog post. That's why I became a, like, that's why I bought a camera. What I learned was that when I started doing that, I saw that face people would make when I would turn the camera around. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it baffled me. I was like, but you don't know you look like this? So when I tapped you on your shoulder, what did you, like, so in my mind, I started questioning, like, what is it I see these people don't see, like, and I started going through this whole, like, six-month dialogue about what I wanted to do, do why, why, why I was seeing things people wasn't seeing, and it was be what I realized, well, it's, it's a long time to realize it, but eventually what I realized is that people don't generally get to see themselves in this way. Especially men, especially bigger men, especially black bigger men don't don't see themselves this way. It's because uh, we're the 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 picture of a model is if when you when you say model you automatically go to a tall skinny white white woman. Mm -hmm. That's what you know. A model has been forced on our throat for generations. Yep. Not and that's what you think of. Yeah, you never, you never really think about like, oh, yeah, I can be a model too. Yeah, I'm 300 pounds, six five, wear size 14, 15 shoe, whatever. Yeah, you can be a model. Are there 300 pound, 14, 15, 14, 15 size wearing people, guys out there? Yep. They need to see someone wearing the clothes that you're wearing. Yep. And, and that's when it hit me. Represent representation. And that's when it hit me right there. Well, I'm not became, that tall. You became a photographer out of necessity. But I that is why I that's why I picked up actually that's why I started, you know, my site and that's why I started photography because I knew there were other people like me. Mm -hmm. Um there were other people like me out in the world. And so we needed to see ourselves being represented. That was first. And then number two, it was like the feeling I feel when I wake up and I look at myself in the mirror or when, um, like, I, 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 you know, someone asked me the other day, like, how do you get comfortable with your witch body? And I said, the first thing, the first step to me getting more comfortable with my body was buying a mirror. Um, up until, up until 28, I never owned a mirror. So I never knew what I looked like. Mm -hmm. Buying a mirror was the first thing to, to learning how to love my body the way it is. And so when you asked me that, I said, buy a mirror. And your comfort level is going to grow every time you walk past the mirror and you see yourself. So I said, start doing it with, like, when you get dressed. Like, see yourself undressed and then see yourself dressed. Right. If you get comfortable with that man in the mirror, in both with clothes off, 
when you put the clothes on, he's going to become unstoppable. There you go. And I thought to myself, I can, I, I think I can do a pretty good job at teaching people this lesson I just learned, which was to love myself through buying a mirror. Yeah. So I thought, all right, we're going to pick up this camera. And now that we make people feel like this, we're going to actually shoot people. And funny enough, hold, because I have a story. I always have a story. So behind me, behind me, there's a wall. I have a wall of all of my, so I created a picture wall um, in my office where I have all of my shoots, what, what I'm doing, but a lot of my shoots that I've done. And this, yeah. this shoot, this is my first paid shoot. And this guy told me, when I told him my price where I charge, I charge like 50 bucks for like a two shoot look. And then when I sent him the emails, I sent him with a discount. And he said, don't you ever do that again. Um, and it was that moment that I realized I had something special because someone was willing to pay me full price for what I was charging. Yeah. So pick up a camera and shoot. So yeah, that's I mean, really I, great advice. Yeah, you, you became a photographer out of a necessity. And that's yeah. good. Pure necessity. That's a lane. I just couldn't find pictures. So I won, won myself. So like now you've been, you know, a model, you know, for eight years. You've been shooting for a year and a half. On the modeling side now, the other question that I get. 50 million thousand million times a day. How do I become a model? I've done videos about it. That, you know, I, I share with people all the time because the question was happening so much. I created a video and I just mm -hmm. send you now. <gasps> you just gave, I just gave myself an idea based on what we're talking about. I'm going to create a whole. I know. Anyway, so I just, my 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 polyism is turning right now. So, um, forgot my question because the thought is just right how here. Do, I get yeah, I get the question all the time. Uh, how do you yeah, how, how do, do I become, become a model? model? Yeah. And it's not even big and tall model. Sometimes it's just how do I become a model? Um, I tell them all the same. Uh, find a photographer. Shoot get for guys i say get a couple get a couple suit shots get a couple athletic get a couple you know casual get whatever get shots find a good photographer you trust that you know you like their work you see them um then from there post 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 and then from there find an agency I'm like there's agency all over the place yeah you gotta look out for some of the ones that are just trying to take money yeah there's some of them out there but um, there are, you know, you can weed through and find the reputable, reputable ones. Um, and I was like, keep shooting, keep posting, keep applying to the agencies. From there, that's when you get jobs. You know what? It's, it's, the, 
it's discovery. And then with Instagram, it's, it's so easy to get discovered nowadays. I, I but I'm gonna roll your idea all the way back and I'm gonna skip one one, a pre-one to that. Mm-hmm. Right? Because this is my first tip, and I get this one so often, and it's the first tip that I have. Open your Instagram. Continue. Open your Instagram. Yes. Yes. We mean like uh, unlock it. Oh, people, the because I, what I find is that every time someone asks me how to become a model, when mm-hmm. I go to your page, the first thing I notice it's locked. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Post. You got to be discoverable. Models are discovered. And I can't discover you if your page is locked. You can't. You can't. I'm a, I'm a photographer. I'm a photographer, and the way I find new models is I follow hashtags. I follow. Oh, you you stuff. you go you you go model scouting too. Yeah. If I want to, if I got, if I'm trying to find a model for like, um, you know, like a test or an idea or a concept, and um, I'm not necessarily going through an agency. Um, yeah, I'll go on Instagram and look look through um, hashtags, Charlotte Models, Winston Models, Gar- uh, Greensboro Models, North Carolina Models, uh, Portrait Photography. Um, and I'm seeing photos. I'm getting ideas as well from other photographers that other photographers make dope work. And then you can mm-hmm. learn from that and, and, and model your stuff uh, and improve your work on it. But uh, that's a good way to get, you know, connected with models especially locally um and then if you locked you got 20 models you got 20 photographers looking for a model and you say you want a model and they're on instagram and you ain't gonna pop up you ain't gonna you ain't getting that shot that's it right we and who knows we might be feeling generous and say no it's gonna gonna be a free shoot i'm just trying to try some stuff out i got a new light i'm trying to try something but next thing you know, you're trying to be a model. They come to you. You're like, "Well, go holler at E. He might, he might shoot you." I'm gonna get. I'm gonna hit him with the rates. So you know, it's always be discoverable. Always. Be and it, the thing is, I'm always looking for models. Um, that that's, that's the thing. Like I'm always scouting on the low, uh, not on the high, but like um, on the low. I'm always scouting. Like part of my. Part of my business model, um, I like to call myself a heartpreneur. So, so I'm an entrepreneur. I do everything that's going to service the heart from the heart to the heart. Like that's kind of what I do. So every time I sell photography, I give one away. Like that's part of my stru- business structure. So I'm technically always looking for people because I'm always doing shoots. So uh, mm-hmm. I have I have 14 free shoots to give away and I cannot find people to give them to. <laughs> okay. So it's up. like I can't find them if you're paid for folks. Shoot, I'll take one on them. I need some shoots. I'll add you, boy, when you get to the A. Coming. Um, like, 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 that's part of my structure. So, so I, I like to ask working models, you know, a p of their their tips, because you know, mm-hmm. 
You know, it's one thing for me to tell you, but when they see, when they walk into DXL and they see you up there, they be like, oh, what, what he got to say is it's the deal. So. I, uh, at, in CLT Shooters, uh, we'll have meetups all the time. Um, and I started to notice that um, they also have a CLT models group connected to it. And they know when we meet up. So there was a, a period of time, like two or three meetups in a row where not a lot of models were showing up. I mean, when I say not a lot of models, like one, two or three were showing up. And uh, I'm in both groups because I'm a model as well and a photographer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of lit a fire under. I was like, I know what it's like to be a model and want to get gigs. Um, I'm not looking to shoot right now because I'm exclusive DXL. So I don't need new content, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I was like, if you're not exclusive, if you're not exclusive or, you know, not getting shoots every other week with your agency or sign, you should be coming to these meetups because you got 20 to 30 photographers shooting for free. And you can come and get a whole bunch of shots. Bring 20 outfits if you want. That's 20. That's content for you yeah you're gonna have you're gonna have the content you're gonna, yeah you got a you got a spectrum of newbie to pro but like you're going to be they're gonna give you those photos for free and i was like uh you need to be getting shots i know what it's like to be a model y'all need to be getting shots like at least twice a month new content listen like the, the ones that say they want to really do it now and then uh it started to pick up after that i was like you can't uh and don't and then like we got these meetups got all these photographers looking to shoot and you need shots but don't come to us after the meetup saying hey do you shoot for free nope because my time time is for free was at this meetup i was shooting i was shooting free yesterday i was happy to shoot free yesterday and I yesterday was free today's page today is like yeah but um i lit a fire in a little bit like y'all want shots we want to shoot like you know come to the meetup if you don't want to come to the meetup fine contact us you're gonna pay for those or contact us. contact us right <laughs> but i think i well, think yeah. people don't i think um one thing that took me a long time was the art of relationship building mm -hmm. um and i think it's it, i i'm trying to understand the dynamic of it so i can understand how to break it down but i find that so many people when they're new the skill that they're missing is always relationship building and I'm not yeah. sure if that's because does relationship building not come naturally to humans or what? I'm not sure. Because like the relationships I've built with people mm -hmm. like are way stronger than money. Yeah. And to me, those relationships I value more than anything in the world because like like for example, like Say you come to Atlanta, right? And I shoot you like me shooting you for free is gonna be more valuable than you paying me. Like that's how I look at it, right? Yeah. Um, but they took me a long time to realize that, like, to do that skill. And I'm wondering, was that hard for you? Was that was that cool as well, or is it like like? something we need to unlearn or relearn or learn for the first time or what is that it's um 
No, it's something you definitely got to learn um, who to do what for. Um, you know, yeah, I got a couple of friends that, yeah, anytime, like, because they come with, you know, ideas, you know, maybe like my, you know, my model bro. Um, but, uh, you know, then there's other ones like, yeah, we going it's a, it's a tricky thing to maneuver knowing when okay. who to shoot for who to shoot for free uh you know what level of relationship you have with any and everyone um especially like through instagram you know we can kind of misconstrue misconstrue um the level of relationship we do have from a you know a bunch of likes as opposed to actually having a relationship with that person mm -hmm. um yeah cause like yeah just because you like every one of my photos on me you know, I probably ain't even met you. Gotcha. But, um, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a skill to learn. I even heard that from, I watched so many YouTube videos from photographers. Um, Chelsea and Tony Northrup, they said you have to learn to do that too. Uh, Manny Ortiz, they're like, yeah, you got to learn, you know, you got to learn who to shoot for free, basically, is what they say. Like, oh, it's an art that. to it. Um, it's hard. It's hard. You know, you know. That's, so that's it. So it's a skill you have to learn because it's an art. Um, now, I don't a, know how to teach that. A really good, really good photographer up here in Charlotte, um, uh, Gavin Brown. Um, he sells yeah. shirts. He sells t-shirts. Says exposure don't pay my bills. He says thankful. His brand is thankful. No, that's um, that's someone else. That's a. Uh, What's guy's name? I'm mixing up with someone else. But now I know I know the thankful guy. I met him too. Um, okay. Oh, Gavin Brown. Joe. I think Joe. 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 Oh, so yeah. Um, but uh, light light skin Joe. I am light skin Joe. That's his Instagram name. Gavin it. Brown. Uh, Gavin Brown. Is really good. But he sells shirts. Says exposure don't pay my bills. The shirt does does not. It's a business. Like um, you know I. I didn't really, I actually messaged well, one you know, of you know, honey, you know what's interesting though? You yeah. know the truth is, I, I get that saying, but I will say this. The people who tell you exposure, uh, the people who say like, um, oh, you should do this, it'll be a good look, it'll be great exposure for you. The people who say that to you are the people who do not, not do not, who are not in the position to offer you exposure. Exactly. Because, for example, like if Good Morning America today to do something for free, I'm going to do it because that is great exposure. Yep. If I'm shooting, if, 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 uh, let's say, I don't know, if, if Steph Curry hit me up tomorrow and say, hey, man, we need someone to come through and, you know, and shoot this, you know, uh, gala thing we having. Okay. All right. That is great exposure. Yes. Or, or, or I just need you to come out and shoot, you know, me and my girl just on the at the park, whatever, just like 30 minutes. Fine. Free. Got you. Um, you know, Steph Curry, that's, you know, some stuff you learn to, um, I wouldn't say bite the bullet, like some stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's a strategic move. Um, but like at the same time, they got to real. everyone also realizes, Steph Curry would realize he got a business to run. Yep. He ain't just a guy out here with a camera. He's Eric Wallace Photography. 
so Wallace like, knocked out needs to stay in business. Exactly. So it's like, you know, like, I, yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a skill to learn. It's, um, you know, you got to know when and who to. And especially, a lot of times if I'm approaching someone for a, for a shoot, it's usually, no, nah, this is, this is me just coming to you to, I got an idea and I see you in it. Um, but like a lot of, but if you're coming to me with, I get a lot of messages saying, do you shoot for exposure? Or do you shoot for, you know, um, you know, shoot for post or something like that. And now I don't, I don't do that anymore. We all have, I started there, so I know what that's like, but there, yeah. there comes a time when, you know, the, the mm -hmm. you know, this, you know, and you kind of know, and you kind of know, know when that comes about because you start to, um, you know, your time becomes more valuable and your skills become more valuable as well so well i would say um as, as we begin to wrap this interview up i do have one final question for you and what about an instagram photo though wait 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 you're right idaho mm -hmm. <laughs> okay so, so i want to talk so he know already knows that there's one of his posts that really wanted to know where does it come from and it's the one he posted in big big lost lake i believe big yeah big lost, big lost lake ranch yeah, yeah. yeah. and first of all i clicked on it when i see something that's more than a thousand miles away i'd be like where the fuck is that oh so, so that's that's where that was away for me so i'm like where is this so what I want to know is where is Big Lake, Big Lost Lake, and how, like, how did that go? Because that, that looked like the middle of nowhere. It was in the middle of nowhere, Idaho. And that was probably our favorite shoot of DXL. We've had some really cool shoots um, in some really cool places, but I will yeah, say we shot in Miami once before, right? Right. Miami a couple times. Los Angeles. We shot at the Stall House in Los Angeles. Um, we shot in uh, Arizona a couple times. New York, Boston, um, Maine. But yeah, we shot some really cool places. But um, Idaho. When we got the call sheet to go to Idaho, we were all looking like Idaho. What? What are we doing in Idaho? Yeah, we got there, we shot, we had so much fun. That was probably, you know, I, you can probably ask a whole bunch of models say, yeah, that was a really fun trip. To be in Idaho. I mean, and it looked actually good. That, and actually, that, actually, that photo, I don't even think that was intentional. I think it was taken as I was, I was joking around on set. I was walking through Q's shot. Oh, because that was supposed to be the landscape. I think he was shooting Bill, maybe at the time. Okay. And, uh, and I was shooting for, um, I think I was shooting video. Um, and Sean was, uh, Sean, John was getting video. And um, I just had to walk through the shot. And then Q was just like, yeah, way to walk through my shot. And looking I, think at that's how that, I think that I think that's how that shot came about. Magic uh, on know, that really cool shot. 
Yeah, I actually got that on my website as um my like about me shot. It's an amazing shot. Yeah, I like and it. it happened on accident. Look at that. Mm -hmm. I love hearing backstories behind photos. Mm -hmm. I think part of me, that's <laughs> like, like, like this is part of being a, a polymathist. It's like mm -hmm. I have like this idea to do a behind the scenes photography podcast where like yeah. I, I Instagrammers on and we talk about the back of the photos. I swear, like that is a good idea. So, um, I'm gonna run with the idea. Um, I'm thinking I wanted to make it like a segment, um, like a photography segment of this podcast. Mm -hmm. So it's like shorter, but like you know, it's like yeah. something I could interview everyone, not necessarily like it doesn't always have to be models or big and tall, you know, guys or photographers or what have you. It's kind of a yeah. way for me to bring in more of my like love of things. So I was thinking of doing, so do you know the, the Instagram call um, album receipts? No. Nah. Okay. I'm looking so up it's, really it's where they take an album and they turn it into a feat. It's really dope. I'm a definitely, I'm a definitely look that up. Definitely dope. So I was thinking about doing something like that with, so like, look. Oh yeah. Right? How dope is that? See, that's creative. I like that. What? He actually did someone's album cover like that. Like they they collaborated on an album cover. Man, that's creativity all and everywhere, fun, man. Right? So I'm like, this is dope. So I, I think I'm gonna take that idea and run with it. So Yeah, man. Now it's my final question. <laughs> what I, you got, man? I wanna know. People people I've been seeing this meme that says Whatever you said you were going to do five years ago with your life, clearly you ain't know Rona was going to be here, right? So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like the best quote ever. So thinking about your life right now, in five years, what do you want people to be able to say Eric did that you're extremely proud of? In five years, um, I will, uh, like I said, I'll go back to the beginning where I said uh, the camera brought together a whole bunch of ideas that I had um, and it brought some direction. Um, in five years, I plan to have, it'll sound ambitious right now, but you know, I'll plan to have my podcast up and running. Mm -hmm. um, the Polymathlete, where I speak to professional athletes, college athletes about their second and third endeavors or careers or interests. Mm -hmm. um, I'll also have uh, my magazine going, whether print or online, Polymath Magazine, where I s highlight individuals doing more than, you know, multiple things. Um, and I'll also plan to have my own uh, studio for housing Polymath uh, productions. We're all have Polymath Playground, um, Eric Wallace Photography, the Polymathlete Podcast, Polymath Magazine, and um, 
Uh, well, I still got my clothing line. I'll just be making cool shirts here and there. But yeah, five years from now, should be uh, the camera will be the catalyst to bring everything together. Um, now that I got direction, yeah, that's five years. I have my own own space and you know pumping out educational, insightful content about individuals doing you know different things outside of the status quo or their stereotypes or you know for me i was supposed to be just an athlete that's it that's it just an athlete you know pro athlete or just an athlete but you know i've taken it to being more than that um you know actor model photographer so um you know i like to hear stories about people especially athletes about what else they're doing yeah take that idea add it to the podcast and run with it well, I've been, you know, that's, yeah, that's, that's, I'm running with it. Full sprint. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. um, that is, I don't think that's ambitious. I mean, I don't think I, that's it's not, not ambitious. It's not ambitious. Um, it's not ambitious, but when you hear everything all at once, you're like, oh, there's a lot. But like, yeah, uh, I did read something the other day. I did read something the other day. It was like, Everything doesn't have to doesn't have to happen at once. It, it does not. Um, it never does. My, my favorite quote from Tyler Perry is, "You take a gallon of water and you water one plant with it. You let that one plant grow, bear the fruit. Then you take the seeds from the fruit and you plant the other tree. Other seeds, exactly. And that is what I'm doing with XL Drive." Because I was, the reason I could never get it together is because I always wanted to do everything in my head at once. Mm -hmm. And now I've learned to take those ideas, put them in my memory bank, and save them. Yep. And now, you know, that, I've, that I'm making Excel Tribe be a success, and Excel Shoots is trailing behind that, and now the podcast is behind that. You know, then I'm thinking about what's next. Like, what's my, some of the other things I want to do. Like, I want to do short films next. So it's like that, that, which are, which I want to tell big and tall stories. So like, these are things I'm thinking about um, in my mind about like what I want to do. And it's like taking it one thing at a time, letting one thing grow, bear some fruit. I.e. money, so I could take it exactly to the other yeah. things. Yeah, the opportunity, the other opportunities will easily present themselves easily. Yep, and that's what I find. Like, yeah, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. That's what I find. Well, I, 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 I'm going to say this is an insightful interview. I love when I can learn new shit that really, like, takes me here. Um, I think. Um, I, I did not know what a polymath was, so now I feel like I can add a new slash to my name. Yep. Um, put the, put it on the business card. Tell the people where they can follow you, where they can find you, all that good stuff, so the people can 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 you know pour into you and you know help you you know create all your dreams. Hopefully, within four years. I'm at um, of course I'm on Instagram at polymathic wallace uh, p-o-l-y 
M-A-T-H-I-C Wallace. Um, and my website is www.wallacerick.com. And uh, you can find, you know, my photography there and my modeling there, my acting there and everything. So um, yeah, Instagram and my website. I don't tweet much. I need to tweet. I need to tweet, get back on Twitter, but uh, yeah. Twitter. Uh, so you can find me. Twitter. I got locked out. I got locked out of my, my account and Twitter won't help. <laughs> right. I've been locked out of my verified Twitter account for like three months and Twitter will not help. That's yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, um, um, Twitter, if you're listening, Jack Dorsey, get this man into his Instagram. They listening. They listening. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming on to the Excel Tribesman podcast. This is very insightful. I can't wait for the people to hear and see. And like this was, I, I feel pumped up. I love when I leave the interview feeling like I'm a new fan of you. Man, I, t- I told you you should do more because I even me, I love to, I know Zach, uh, Rob, uh, you know, the Andrews, the uh, Miguel's, I know those guys. But I'd love to hear, you know, some more about their stories, about what, how they feel on set, you know, outside of what we talk about on set. But like, yeah, mm-hmm. I love to hear, love to hear. This idea know. has been sparked and now this, this is the first flame being lit. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you know Rob, you know Rob's uh interview gonna be lit, so yes, 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 yes. I'm excited. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to like do this. So thanks for planting the seed in me that hopefully can bear the fruit where this can turn into you know another extension of the business. You know, video for me is like a new thing. So mm-hmm. I like it, but it's stressful. Oh, it is, yeah. So, but I'm 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 here, and I'm gonna get into it, and then I'm gonna figure out how my camera for my camera not to die next time. <laughs> um, but thank you so much, um, and y'all go follow Mr. Polymath is Wallace on Instagram, and until next time. Peace out, let's go.